my Word. son's birthday. Young Carter's birthday. Shit. You I need somebody know. to lend me some money right now. <laughs> somebody can lend me some bread. Cause, uh, nah, I thought you was getting a big bag. I, I You know when that bag gets bigger, <laughs> that spending gets bigger. That's fact. Yeah, that's the, that's the curse right there. I just spent $200 on Amazon like five minutes before you got here. Can't even be going on Amazon. Amazon have you spending crazy. Don't don't go on Amazon if you don't need to. To be honest, a lot of the shit. But they have deals. They, have, they, they, they be having deals, but a lot of it is like books and like little weird shit that oh. I can get from like Walmart. But I'll just rather go to. Okay. Isn't it Amazon week this week? Nah, Prime Prime Day is during the summer. Yeah, you can hear. Oh, oh, right that's oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the TV's <laughs> on mute. I don't know where that sounds coming from. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, but welcome to another episode of If You Know, You Know podcast. I'm Rashad. You know, we got Vlad over here. Time out. Young this Demo. Young Demo. Demo taught me. My man is back from, from Paris. But it's first off, it's his first time having a French connection. Yo. So I had to put him on. I had the, you know, little bar at my crib at the pool house. I thought the Hennebito was fire. So you know we got the Hennebito. We're gonna put y'all on. That's the that's the that's the Hennessy with the champagne mix. But don't use no bullshit champagne. You gotta use, you know, like Vive Clico, Moet, you know, you gotta elevate yourself. Yeah, you gave me you gave me half of the instructions. No. <laughs> my Hennebito didn't come out right at all. But nah, this this French connection is good. But um, no, I had a good time in Paris. Paris was cool. I was in Paris and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I went to my first real soccer game in, Bas- in Barcelona, and that was dope. I liked the energy. The crowd was fun. I never, I didn't grow up watching soccer. I don't really care too much about soccer like that. But mm-hmm. now, after being in that kind of environment, that was like the best sports team, like in-person sport event environment I've ever been. That was cool. It was Did cool. It was fun. What you was there? Did you see any scraps? Yo, so Madison Square Garden fits about twenty thousand people in there, mm-hmm. and you know how you know how it gets in New York stadiums and just U.S. stadiums. There's always be fights and all types of craziness. It gets really rowdy. The Barcelona soccer stadium fits a hundred thousand people in it, mm-hmm. just about. Not a, so you would you would think that's like wow that's crazy. It's gonna be a lot. and it was it was full. The stadium was packed full. It was oh no seats was available. So you would think like that's a lot of people to mm-hmm. like move in and move out and organize. Wasn't even a lot of security and cops. Everybody moved in smoothly, moved out smoothly, and there was no beef, no fights, no envy. Everybody was rowdy, but not rowdy in a bad way. Rowdy in like a collective energy kind of way. Because everybody here agrees on what they feel. You know, we all they all here yeah. for Barcelona. So, no, nah, it was a good game. It was fun. It was a nice trip. Nice trip. You was in Las Ramblas. You know, I was in Las Ramblas. <laughs> Actually, our our hotel was in Las Ramblas, and. Yeah, that's like that's a, that's also a city that never sleeps. Like Not four a.m., five a.m., six a.m., seven a.m. They was turnt, and I was out. I was I was having some fun out there, drinking and, and meeting people, having random moments with people. But I'm social, so I talk to people, strangers, and all that. Story about my story in Las Ramblas. Yeah, you oh you was in Las Ramblas <laughs> getting filthy. No, nah, I wasn't. I was relaxing, but mm. so it was like after the club. Like we mm. first we went to relaxing. Some, Oh yeah, like so we went to some some spot. It's a shop bar, and it's right by the water. And we met this uh, the bartender, my man, my man Tiago. I remember him. He was, he was a solid dude. So he we was buying hella shots. Me and uh, my homie Price, my homie John, and Cam. So mad shots. We was cool. We was you know on some chill shit. So he was fucking with us. He was like, "Yo, I work at this club. It's a hip hop club. Y'all gonna fuck with it? Cause you know, obviously, we the only black motherfuckers in the spot. So he's like, "Bet." So we go over there, 
You gotta walk through the Gothic district. It's weird as fuck over there. At I night. love that. I love no, the Gothic no, no. district. It was weird as fuck I over there. I love that night. shit. Alleys so, and alleys <laughs> and alleys and weird shit. I yeah, loved it. It was fuck dope. All that. So on the way there was a motherfucker with a fishing line of cocaine on it. <laughs> you Wait, like, what? Yeah, like it was a fishing line hanging. Cause you know how like they have the balconies oh, like overlooking the street. It was a it was a baggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, what the fuck is this? I had to dodge that shit. So. <laughs> That's we, funny. we get in the spot, it's turned up, we in there, they playing all the hits, you know, because like you said in the last episode, everybody fuck with black culture. So Oh yeah. They're playing all the hits, everything. But this is not the funny part. So when we get out the club, right, you know there'd be prostitutes and shit everywhere. Yeah. So there's some like African prostitutes. And my dumbass, like I go over there and I know what I'm doing. I'm like, so what are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she's like you know what I'm doing. And I'm like, so, like, where are you from? You just wanted to chop it up? Yeah, I just wanted to chop it up just to chop it up, <laughs> like, just to see, like, what the yeah. vibe was. And, yo, I, she fucked me up. I was walking home, though, like, mad questioning my whole life. So I was talking to her. She said, oh, she's like, I got a boyfriend. She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm doing this, you know, to get some money. I'm like, okay. So I asked her where she's from. She said, I'm from, like, Cameroon. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's up. She said, where are you from? I was like, from New York. She's like, no, where are you from? In Africa, I was like, um, I don't know. I was, she had like, I was, just, I walked away after that because I was just mad, like, damn. No, nah, you should just say, I don't know. Nah, I said, I don't know, but yeah. I really, it, at like four o'clock in the morning, you on after hella shots, hella Hennessy, and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, fuck, I don't know where I'm from. Yeah. She had me all the way fucked up, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm gonna not fuck with people no more. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah. some shit that I want to hear. Bro, I, 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 I learned about that to myself. Like, I taught that to myself. I didn't even realize that. But one time I was talking to somebody and, you know, I just hear a lot of people talk about where they came from. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of, like, I have a lot of my clients are Jewish. They go back to Israel. I mean, they go to Israel. A lot of people I know, you know, they go back to their country. They go back to where they came from. But when you look back in the history of our people, we deadass don't know who we are. Like, we don't know where we came from. And you can't say African-American because that's a big-ass continent with a lot of countries. Like... A lot of people can trace their roots like, oh, I'm Chinese or, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm Irish. Or like, you know your identity, you know what your culture is, you know what your heritage is. But I'm Haitian, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, if I'm Haitian, ha- Haiti, Hispaniola, which was the island of DR and Haiti, mm-hmm. it's a slave island. Yeah. Which means, yeah, I'm Haitian, but I'm really something else. Yeah. I can't even guess what it is. Uh, there's no way for me to know what it is, but there's an African country that my people are actually from. That we don't know about. And when you look at other black people, I told some of my white friends this. I'm like, yo, when you look at other black people and you guys are having conversations about, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? The black people you're talking to, just to let you know, they their identity has been stripped for them. They don't really know where they're from. Mm-hmm. We're going to say America, but you can say America too, but you know that your heritage comes from yeah, Ireland like- or it comes from Italy or it comes from Germany or it comes from Hungary, whatever. But a lot of people don't understand that long-term effect that it has on, it has on people. For sure. We've been yeah. stripped of legit everything. And then people are like, oh, you haven't been to Africa? N- no. like I wouldn't know where to go. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know where to go. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, yes, I want to make this pilgrimage. But I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand, like, oh, you've been stripped of your identity. And then they continue to strip all of... The resources and artifacts and everything from Africa. Like I remember, I was on, I was on Twitter and they said, "Oh, we found this new African art um, 
you know, uh, uh, item and we're going to put it in a museum and it was like a British museum, museum. And I'm like, how about they return all the stolen artifacts back to these places because they've been stripped of their culture stripped of their identity. And then people think, oh, we found this. It's in a museum. Like, no, it's not. You stole it. That's what you really did. Nobody yep. gave this to you. There was no like even trade. Yeah. And I think people like lose sight of that. It's like, yo, come on. Like, Africa has been stripped of all its resources and painted in this image of that it's this hurtful, you know, not hurtful, but this con- this continent in distress. In reality, it has the most, it's the most natural resource abundant continent in the world and people, all they do is strip, strip, strip from it and like, oh, look at it. They need help. They need aid. They need all this stuff. But when's the last time you've seen somebody else like invent something? Like, and outside of that, I mean that's why I, like I I fuck with Akon because of what he's doing going back there, um and like creating like solar energy for the community. Yeah, he's done some amazing things. He's done some amazing things. I mean, all of us are all of, all people that are black are probably really from Africa at the end of the day. I mean, Jamaicans are obviously slave of the British. If you listen to their language and the way they speak, mm-hmm. their patois, their language, it's it sounds. And mimics the the language of you know English, mm-hmm. you know that English, the British English. Same thing with the with the Haitians. You know our Creole is a is a branch of French. Mm-hmm. Dominicans speak a branch of Spanish, which is from the Spain that this people from Spain who took them over there. We're all we're all children of the of like we're all stolen well, from the Europeans, you know. But at the end of the day, it's like we need to understand that we don't have our I, listen. Ancestry.com almost got me. Not well, almost. <clears throat> I just want to know where I just want to know what country sure. I'm actually I'm originally glad. from. And I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I filled the information out, put my card in, and then the X out the screen like three times. But I'm, I'm glad like, nah, you- man. How you <laughs> I'm like, how y'all know? How y'all know? How y'all know? I'm glad you said that because I, I meant to hit that point before, but like I just so wanna now, know. Like they're doing all this shit for profit, like, oh, find out where you're from, 23andme, ancestry.com, and then at the same time selling your fucking DNA and uploading in federal databases to where people are getting like I have, I have you have to compromise yourself to get this information yeah. and I did mad research so Google's fucked up right because anytime you research some shit and you're looking for I know I'm not the only one who does this but when I'm trying something new a new product or gonna read something or gonna buy something I like to look at reviews and when you start looking at reviews and shit and you go into the review uh, rabbit hole there's mixed reviews on everything. Mm. So I looked at the Ancestry.com ac- uh, accuracy reviews, DNA test accuracy reviews, mm. right, for multiple things, not even just Ancestry.com. And they're like, some people say it's not legit. Some people say it is. So I'm just like, damn, they could just, li- if they, like, they could just say, yo, man, let's just say this kid is from Zimbabwe. You're going to believe it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could just throw me anywhere. They can say. I'm going to believe it. So they I don't, don't know. really have any facts to, to prove that. Um one good book that was like really good by uh, Dick Gregory was like Defining Moments in Black History. And like I went on like sort of it was like Black History Month. So I said, you know, I'm going to read some some books about true black history. And, yo, it was the funniest. Sh- it was like a shock to what you know. It challenged your beliefs, not even your beliefs, but everything in the educational system that was taught to you. Because simple example. He said the cotton gin, right? You see, you remember like the cotton gin and they said like Eli Whitney yeah. developed it to help the slaves yeah. uh, pick cotton faster. Absolutely, yeah. And he was like, 
what white slave master would ever would invent something to make a slave's job way easier. He said that it was like Eli Whitney that went to another plantation owner's uh, plantation and the slaves at that plantation developed this. They like engineered a cotton gin and then obviously to make their own job easier. Yes. And then from there took the idea and like patented it and made, Oh, that makes sense. But but it was the simple thing. He was like, why would a slave master make the slave's job easier? Like, they, as long as they're getting the job done, why would they care that much? Yeah, they yeah. don't care. That like, makes sense. They, I mean, it was all trauma, like whipping them, beating them, having them in the fields all day. You think he's like, oh yeah, listen, we've been working you very hard. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make your job easier, man. Like man. simple shit like that. But I encourage people to, whether you're any any minority, like dig di- di- uh, dive deep into your history and like really. Try to learn things that they didn't teach you in school because they don't teach you anything about your culture in school unless you are, you know, white Anglo-Saxon. Well, black, well, black and some Spanish people had to do something no other culture has ever had to do. We've done a lot of things that no other cultures have ever had to do. We recreated our our culture and our history, mm-hmm. which is what we call our African-American history and what we have now today with the things that we created today and the way we act today and who we are as a people today. You can you can call us whatever you want, and you can look at us and judge us as much as you want. But this is a culture that we literally had to recreate one because of the real, the one we are actually are was robbed of us. But to me, I don't know things like conversations like this and things like that don't really bother me as much anymore because it just proves to the world and proves to every human being that exists how resilient we truly are as a people. Like and when you put people against the wall and you and you put their back, you put, really put their back against the wall. Mm-hmm. You will see who's really who, and as a, I'm super proud of like who I am and my and who I am as a person and where I come from, and even you know with living the, I guess the disadvantages that this color has provided me, I feel like yo I'm as resilient as they can become. There's always people above before me who have gone through worse, who have mm-hmm. dealt with way worse circumstances than me, and I'm reaping the benefits of the work that they put in. And I appreciate that. I have a lot of gratitude, like period. But like think about it, like people literally die. For the ability to read. To and then, do basic things. And people... To, yes, basic yeah. things. And people do not read. People do not... Uh, like, um, I don't read books. I don't do this. Like, uh, And that, I think that's a, a, um, a consequence of a microwave society. People want things fast. They don't want to take time to understand... It. Take time to read a book. Like, yeah. if I read a book about like financial literacy... You're like, oh, well, you tell me, <laughs> you tell me what you took away from it. Well, it's a little different. It's a little different now, though, because like, so all right. So one thing I hate, right? This is one thing I hate. I do hate in the black community. I hate when we compare, like, I hate when people say, like, oh man, football players are being treated like slaves and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate when people compare slavery, of like mental slavery or slavery of today. Just use a different word. Don't even use the word slavery. Yeah. Like the word slavery should only be used for what the fuck it was. Yes. It, nothing that happens today is like slavery. People need to stop saying that. I don't care what any NFL player goes through, including Kaepernick. I don't care what any of them go through. It's nothing like slavery. Definitely not. All right. You're playing. I'm going to let you know right now, a lot of football players do like playing football. Oh, yeah. It is a game. And make millions. And it is a choice. It is a choice. It is a choice. You are not forced or or going to be killed or your family's or your sister, mother, aunt is going to be raped. None of that shit is happening. So don't like don't. And you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. So I hate when people compare it to that. But I understand like when people feel like, 
oh, you know, he doesn't have the right to do this. Okay, that's that's your fight within your company that you work for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all have issues with the companies that we work for. And I respect Cap. I respect a lot of people who do the things that they do and the stance that they take. But just just don't compare it to, like, slavery type. It's not like slavery. It's not like that at all, in my opinion. No, for sure. Like, I, I'm 100% on board with you with that. Like, and, and people do need to stop trying to, like, pay, play the, like... Whose treatment was worse? We have a different world today, a different obstacle, a different different situation, a completely different situation. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. Even what you just said, I understand what you're saying, but it's not really, really, it's, it's a little bit different than that. Yeah, you know, I mean, people are, I mean, in my opinion, and it's what we, when you went back to like mental weakness, people are coddled. Like, people don't know what it's like to endure, um, Endure stress, endure motherfuckers not liking you, endure people trying to like set you up to fail. Toxic behavior. Toxic behavior. Like, no, like toxic people are the fucking worst. And people don't understand that. And like, I try to understand, I try to like be a positive person. Like, obviously, we've been through tons of shit in life, but people don't understand. They're like, oh, why are you so positive? Why are you like so happy? I'm like, because at the same time, yo, I woke up this morning. I can breathe. I got good health. I don't. I'm not worrying about where I'm sleeping at night. Like I know where I'm going. I know where my next meal Word. is coming from. And at this, like, so when people say that, like, yo, there's motherfuckers who never got the chance. Like, you know, friends who died along the way who never got the chance to do these things. Mm-hmm. And you have the ability to. And people said, oh, I hate. It's like toxic positivity. Motherfucker, why are you? Why are you so upset with your life? Like why, why are you so upset with the things you have? If you make you make decent money, you got a car, you got a, you know, you know where you live, you know where your next meal is coming from. What the fuck are you complaining about? Everybody can complain about something in their life, but it's like having gratitude and being grateful for the things that you have because it could be way fucking worse. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was saying what I was saying before about the whole slavery thing. Like, no, we actually have a lot more and we have a lot more power over how our life goes now than ever mm. so we can't say like don't get me wrong there's there's one-off cases where it's like damn that's fucked up that was crazy mm. but 100 percent, we have more power than where, where our life goes now rather than being forced to do things so we just need to be grateful for what we have i'm a very i'm a very grateful person right now like i don't even know how i got to this place because there was definitely same i, I don't want to say dark times but there was definitely times where i was like i think maybe traveling to help me get over that and just realizing, like, yo, I ain't never had really... I wasn't spoon-fed. I ain't have handouts. I was out here getting it. I, I didn't have nobody super paying for me for the paving the way for me. Nothing of that. None of that. Everybody, everybody around me was living their life. I mean, think My parents was busy. My brothers was busy. Everybody was busy. So I was out here making my own decisions and choices. And I realized, like, yo, even though they was busy, they set me up to be in a place where... I can have the option to make these choices. Mm-hmm. So I just got to be grateful for that. And whatever choices I made, I made my own bed. So I'm here lying. But not even that. Like, when we were in school, like, we go out on Friday night. You would be at work 7 o'clock in the morning the next day on a Saturday. Facts. Like, and grinding and navigating. Like, you just, you navigated your path in the same way like me. Like, I, we both graduated. I graduated a political science major. I, you know, like, and you, you spoon-fed with this shit. You think that... Oh yeah, I got a degree. I'm gonna get a job, and then you get out there and like fuck. 
I'm not in a field that has a demand and I'm not going to be making money. I'm not going to be commanding a salary or have a job that's just like in demand. So when you're there, that's when you really got to fucking figure it out. Like, fuck, I need to. One is also your mindset because some people are stuck with this. I'm only doing what I love and what my passion is like. It's a I, lot of different types of toxic behavior. <laughs> that shit is not a broad term anymore. It has a lot of branches and specifics to it. That's that. That's that. That's that. That's the same people who be like, um, "Oh, college is a waste of time. You don't need college." Yo, that a, that's son, a different type son, of toxic behavior. Son, that's a son. that's a specific one. Nobody really talks no, about. But like, let's we yeah, get college. You don't need college if you're parents are successful as business owners or you're going to open up a business and it's going to work out or if you got other paths then yeah damn then you don't need college but if you don't got those things going on and you ain't you ain't really got nothing crazy mm-hmm. going on for you, you don't have a trade you don't you didn't learn a trade which trades are underrated because trades are fucking they amazing. make you a lot of money and they give you a lot of stability for a long time but if you don't have a, if you don't have trade skills you don't have a business you don't have this and a third Nah, stop letting people trick you and tell you school's not gonna. Nah, bro, no. you need that degree because that degree would get you a little bit more opportunity. And there's jobs where they can just because you don't have a degree off rip. Mm-hmm. Okay, we would normally pay somebody ninety thousand a year for this, but since you don't have a degree, we'll give you fifty five. Word. And now you just cut yourself out of about thirty five, forty thousand dollars because of just that. But like, come on, people need to stop this narrative of college is a scam. College is not a scam. Nothing in life is a scam if you do your due diligence, if you do your fucking homework, and you sit down and understand what agreement you are getting into. Nobody. Well, that's because people looked at. Look, I didn't mean to interrupt you. My fault. But like growing up, college to me was taught to me like it's like the path for and sure. the path and the path you have to go through. Yeah, we're here for you. Go to college. But as you get older, nobody's teaching you this when you're growing up. College is more like a contract and a business transaction. It is a like, business yo, transaction. we're going to provide you opportunities for this, but you're going to pay for this. When people start looking at college more as like a business transaction, then I think what you're saying is going to apply more. Because like, I know when I thought, I don't know, like when I went to college, I'm thinking like, it feels like it's a given. Like, yo, you go to college, you're going to get a job. Yes. This is what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be happy. Your parents going to be happy. Win, win, win. Nobody loses. But in reality, like, nah, you did this now. Go out there and go put in the work. But that's why you need to stress, like, so, like, you were a social major. I was a political science major. Those both do not pay. Like, they're not jobs in demand where you can go command a salary when you come out. Facts. So we went into it ill-advised. But after you started to figure it out, like, oh, I need to be over here where the money is. Because when you cannot go spend a hundred thousand dollars on a degree and get in for a field that is only going to pay you forty thousand dollars just to fucking start and then figure out how the fuck you are going to pay back this loan on top of paying rent paying for food paying for utilities and just life your car 100 percent. you cannot do that and do you have your resume out there right now do you do I have my resume? No, I mean, I mean, not, not do you have your resume out there, but do you look at like job opportunities? And oh, look I always at, look at job. So I always look. It's like I an addiction, right? No, no, no. I'm always, always looking, right? I look because look, I, I look. Hmm, I'm here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always looking. It's what an addiction. Are they like, but that's some of my strategy. That's what I've used through the years. Like people are like, oh, you don't never say a job so no. long. I said, why would I stay? My job that I'm currently at is not going to give me a $25,000 raise come next year. So if somebody else wants to pay me that $25,000 bump, guess what? And I like where I'm going? Guess, guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. 
Business is business. People don't care about longevity anymore. They no. don't care when they see, oh, you moved around. No. Companies will lay you lay you off the second things aren't yes. good. They ain't no loyalty. I'm doing a task for you. I'm like, yeah. we, we are contractors. Yeah. We're like, we're, you're not doing, <laughs> yo, oh man, you're not doing me a favor. Yes. And I'm not doing you, we're both, we have an agreement. It's not a favor. People think that like their jobs, do them, they're not doing no. you a favor. If you're a top investor at your bank, right? And you make them a lot of money. And then another bank comes and says, hey, Vlad, listen, we will give you $50,000 more. Like, we'll give you $50,000 more. Come over here and do this. And they'll say, oh, we see you've only stayed at this job one in one and a half years. That's your that's your uh, your span with most jobs. They don't give a fuck about that because they know how much money you can bring in. It's yeah. all about dollars and cents. It's all about your production. If you can, like, for the time that you were here... You can amass this amount of production. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, hire him." I don't give a fuck. They don't care. I don't give a fuck. Oh, he hasn't stayed at a job for five. Especially years. in a production-based role. Yes, they don't really care. They care about what you can produce and and what you can generate and also maintain. They don't but care about. That is why people need to be in a production-based field because at the end of the day, it is on you. You can go you have get power. Yeah. You can go get them. Your metrics speak for yourself. So when you do go for a review. I did this, 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 and it translated into this. I made this amount. I amassed this amount of money. I've touched this amount of users. I made all of this money for you, and this is why I warrant this salary. So, or, so working for a, a corporation or any kind of company, really, that that is exactly all they care about, though. They care about dollars because and cents. they are. They don't know you personally. Like we're looking at your numbers. You're an ID number. This ID number two 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 one three 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 four four did this amount, and it was, and you've been here for this long, and you've produced this much, and you've had this much. Okay, you are considered valuable to the company. Yes. Once you're valuable to the company, hey, boom, you're in. And if you're really valuable, we're gonna give you extra things and make sure you don't even try to leave. But that's what that's a, that's all you really want. You want to be treated like you're valuable. That's why I don't like service jobs because you're super replaceable. Unless your service job is paying you like a really significant amount of money for the mm-hmm. service you're providing. I don't like I'm not, I don't really like service. I like production based things because I can stand out against my peers. Mm-hmm. And if you have the type of personality and the type of skill set that'll let you stand out a little bit, I think you should utilize that. Like you're not you you go be go in a position where that'll give you you'll be rewarded for that. It weeds people out. Yeah. Right? And at the same time, like if you want to increase your salary, you are going to push yourself that much more so that you can do so. And like that's invaluable. So like if you are not in a production based job, like and that's fine, like because everybody's not going to be in that type of environment. But you need to be able to be indispensable. You have to push, you gotta be the top person at your place of work and so that there's no question because there are always going to be layoffs. Business is not always sweet. There are up, there are ebbs and flows. There are ups and downs. And you always have to be a student in the game when you're in your organization. Like yep. my last company I left, I saw it coming. I saw it coming eight months before I left because I was like, yeah, there's really no deadlines here. It's not strict. There's no metrics that we're basing ourselves on. We're not like, we're not production heavy. And I used to ask mad questions like the work is always going to be the work, but the business, I'm like, so what are we doing for this? Like, what are we doing for ads? What are we doing to be visible to other oh, people? Oh, you were in there asking those questions? I was asking hella questions because like mm. at the end of the day, I'm not just like an employee. I'm not just in my role. Like I want to see shit. 
I want to know the numbers yeah. because the numbers dictate whether you are still going to be here. Mm-hmm. Because if if they're not doing well, you will fucking be cut. So I asked that for however many months, and I would get the same fucking answers, and I'm like, all right, I'm not comfortable. And then sure enough, came, what was it, January? They released the financials like, hey, so we're not really doing that good. And I already knew this just because I was a student of the game. attention, yeah. Yeah. So I was just telling people around me, I'm like, yo, listen, there's going to be cutbacks. There are going to be layoffs. And you need to see it coming. You need to pay attention. And some of my coworkers were like, oh, no, they wouldn't do that. I said, no, okay. <laughs> like business is business don't ever get that fucked up Yo. business will always be business and they do, will cut do. you <laughs> ain't nothing to cut that bitch off <laughs> they, were like, they will cut you so quickly so fucking fast yeah so then the guy walks in the room you know the guy mm-hmm. cut you off yeah so uh we're just gonna have to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. and, and he's gonna say ain't nothing to cut that bitch off for sure and that's why you so always gotta be hope <laughs> nah, they really will though. Though they, no, they, they will. will. They don't care, and that's man. why you gotta like be that. on point where you at. If you in a job where that's why, I, like, and and it's the one of the reasons why we started this podcast because you really have to know business and you really have to know money. Everybody, we we live in a society that is run off of money. You cannot be negligent. You cannot be negligent and say I don't care about money or I'm not really interested in that. Everything is fucking dollars and cents here. You want to live in New York? It costs fucking money to live in New York. You can't fucking... You can't work a certain job and you will be poor. You will be just making it check to check. So you got to do whatever you have to do in order to pay all of your bills and live comfortably. To to budget for an emergency. 100%. It costs money to live here. And that goes for anywhere in life. If you do not own your own business... And like we said, owning your own business is a lot. And people think that it's so fucking easy. Yeah, I don't own a business. No, <laughs> it's fucking a lot. You got to have cash on hand for all types of shit. You got to know how to balance all your all your um, expenses and your works in your, in your sheets. Accounts receivable, all that. Yeah. All of that shit. It's not easy. So learning money, especially in this world, especially in the society that we live in, is vital. They don't teach in the school... But you can sit on Instagram all day for four hours a day and you'll be fine scrolling, looking at stories, worried about other people's lives. Spend some of that time into reading. And people got to stop. Yo, that's a, that's a big thing. So people got to stop crying about, you know, I know it's bad that we don't teach it in school. It mm-hmm. is bad that we don't teach it in for school. Sure. It's horrible. They can cry about it. But after crying, like, what take you action. Do? So you're reading, but your family, your parents, people like us, like, Yo, we're, I'm impl- we got to implement these things into our into our people's minds before it gets to them. I I have people like little cousins Definitely. and little family members that come up to me and ask me questions like, "Yo, I want to do this, I want to do that," because now they trust me. I built that reputation where they could trust me with that information and ask me for that help. And I've pointed them in the right direction. But man, back to toxic behavior because you you was talking about tox- toxic behavior before. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say like, yo, there's one thing. I forgot how the bar is, but Drake said, um, his mom said the best advice was never take advice. That was the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, 
that was the best thing I, I stopped doing. Like, I stopped listening to other people. It's very hard to do that, right? Because, like, you have all these people who are around you who might be more successful than you or did this or did that. So, you like, you're interested because you want to know, like, how they got what they got and you want to get what they got. Mm-hmm. You can never get what other people got because no. they have a path and they have a whole life and a whole list of opportunities from their own parents and family and friends that you're not going to have. So, if you're going to ask them how they did it, they might not even be telling you how they really got it sometimes. And just don't, yo, don't, you could take advice, but don't take, if you're not feeling comfortable taking advice, don't take advice, man. You know what's right. You know what you got to do. You Everybody know you got to hustle. You know you got to put in hard work. You know there's no easy way out. Go out there, grind, go for yours. Don't let other people distract you. Don't let the toxic people get to you. The talk, yo, I, yo, listen, I've been around toxic people since back in the day, since high school. Mm-hmm. And we was in high school living like we was going to be rappers. <laughs> Like we was all, we was all gonna magically without even rapping and going in the studio. We was all magically just gonna be rappers. We had the whole swag, the whole converse, the whole talk. We had the whole lingo down, all that. But none of us was really even trying to like nobody was even trying to be rappers. We just all live in that culture. Why? You're not even moving in that direction. If you're moving in that direction, that makes sense. But we were just around people who were toxic, who was just kind of like not really trying to build you in any other direction. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to be honest. I can't even answer how I got out of that mindset quickly. But the second, I was kind of been an ambitious person. I'm going to give it to my brothers because my brothers are ambitious. So I'm going to give it to him. But being around people who are toxic, whether you know it or not, will unconsciously and consciously affect you. Mm-hmm. Like, people be knowing when they're around toxic people. You know when you're around your homegirl. You know when, you, when you're a girl and you got a homegirl who's really not about nothing, mm-hmm. but you keep hanging out with her. That There's nothing wrong with hanging out with that homegirl, but she's, she's for specific settings. Yo, some people are for specific moments and for specific not settings, even, but not I don't even need that. them toxic people and around. It, you. It's it's an inconvenient truth, and people do not want to hear it. But it like, is inconvenient. No, but Real, yo, you need to remove those people from your life in order to grow. Like, yo, we like our demons, bro. No, but like Nip said, circle got smaller. Everybody can't go because everybody Facts. everybody is not going to elevate themselves nah. to the level that you are trying to get. So if you were trying to be Hell if no. you were trying to be a millionaire or a billionaire and you you're surrounding yourself with people who are in the same mindset, then that's where you need to be. So any toxic motherfucker who's complaining about their life and complaining about everything every single day and not trying to be in the same place, you cannot be around them because you're going to be like, "Yo, I can't do this. Like, yo, Rashad, you change, bro. <laughs> you be like, <laughs> you change, man. You acting funny. You acting different. Everybody who say you, you change, be like, nah, I'm you're just, right. I'm, nah, you're right. I did change. You think I did all? <laughs> you right. No, but wait, who who said that? Uh, was it Jay? He was like, you think I did all this to stay the same? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah, no, right. I'm trying to elevate myself. Nah, you're right. I but, changed. But at the same changed. time, what you were saying about people comparing comparing journeys, people won't go through the same shit that you went through to get what you got, like. If you're talking about, like me, son, I went to Seattle, went to Atlanta. I went from New York to Seattle to Atlanta to back to New York. Like yeah, you was in Seattle for a little bit. Nobody, little bit but I'm saying, but like, no, a lot of people won't take that 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 leap of faith and like, ah, fuck it, I gotta go, I gotta get this bag. What you doing in Seattle? You was probably doing some weird shit in Seattle. Nah, Seattle nobody was full would of weirdos. Know. Like, yeah, you was, pro- you was probably doing some, you was probably doing some weird shit in Seattle. No, I was not. I was not a person <laughs> weird lying. shit in Seattle. Nah, I, I really do not fuck with Seattle. It was. Are like, you for real? Nah, I'm dead ass. Like they could, Amazon could pay me a fucking super bad. I won't go. Like it's the weirdest place on fucking earth. It's beautiful. Damn, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't expect but think that. About it. it rains nine months out the year, so people are very introverted. There's a thing called the Seattle Freeze. You 
Google it if you don't know. You know, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, Google it. Seattle Freeze is basically people are hella passive aggressive. So say we linked up at a like a, a party or any event, and we was just chopping it up. We was just cool, like on some like cool friend building shit. People will go through. <laughs> people will ask you for all of your information with the intention of never hitting you up again, or never no seeing word. you. Yeah, it's weird as fuck. Like they're not good at making friends. They're not good at being sociable. Five o'clock comes, motherfuckers is going home. Like, it, it's a very weird place and very too liberal. Like, people were protesting for anything. You know what's crazy as you saying that? Like, I had this client, right? She's a great, great, great woman. She was an Indian woman. Mm-hmm. And she lost her daughter. Her daughter died. And her daughter was really young. Her daughter was like 18 or 19 years old. So it, it hurt her. Like, you know what I mean? She was, mm-hmm. she was a doctor. Her husband was a doctor. They had a lot of bread. And she moved to Seattle mm-hmm. because she had a property in Seattle. She had like multiple properties in New York and some property elsewhere, but she also had a house in Seattle. So she sold all her property in New York for dumb cheap because she just wanted to get out of New York because everything in New York reminded her of her daughter and was driving her and her husband crazy. Mm-hmm. She moved to Seattle. I'm thinking like, all right, you know, you're not going to be my client no more because you're in Seattle. She was calling me. From Seattle to ask me to do things for her because she was like, yo, I, I hate it here. She said, the people here are mad mean. They're not treating me good. I don't like, they don't, they're so dismissive. They don't like, so that's really like, not just saying that's like confirmation. Like she was blowing me up all the time. Like, I just please help me because I can't get help from here because they're just, they're just judging me the second they see me and they don't want to talk to me. No, they don't even know what I do and they don't want to talk to me. No, nah, like I'm, I promise you, I'm not even like trying to be on no funny shit. It is the weirdest place that I've ever been on this earth. Like, it is so fucking weird. The people are weird. And, like, everybody who I was cool with out there were transplants. So, if people don't know what transplant is, they're people who move to other cities from other places. But everybody who so I was, was cool you. with. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, I joined the, like. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like some Andrew and shit. No, no. I joined, like. You are fucking clone or some shit. I joined a like... networking group, and I was cool. And, like. That's who the people. That's who they were. Who I chilled with because they were normal. Like they were. Like I had a homie from L.A. I had a homegirl from Houston. I had a homie from D.C. And we all chilled out because I thought I was mixy, yo. Nah, you the mixed guy. Nah, I'm not mixy. You a mixologist. You said mixologist. (laughs) Nah, you mixy, bro. I'm not mixy. Yeah, you mixy. How am I mixy? Come on, man. Nah, I'd really be out here though. Nah, you mixy, bro. We already know no. you mixy. You be in Seattle. I don't know what you... You in the Seattle with the weirdos. Now you back in New York. Yeah, you know, back in New York, back in Atlanta. <laughs> nah, but time out. We about to switch. We about to go... We about to turn it up. Like, I'm, I'm getting tired. I'm, I'm, I'm getting... You know, I'm about to get in my big bag. What's the bag? What's the bag? The bag? What's the bag? Let me know what the bag is. All right, first of all, first of all. I'm tired of motherfuckers dating people and then being mad at the shit that those people did to them and then generalizing statements like women are trash or men are trash. Why are you mad at that? I'm doing that. I'm going to do that Because, no, that's fucking trash, bro. Like, do your fucking due diligence. That's on you. That is on you. You chose to fuck with that motherfucker. Yeah. So that's on you. Nobody told your dumb ass to fucking just like, oh, no, I'm going to see past all this... Uh, uh, I believe in you. All these insecurities, all this other bullshit. 
No, that is on you. Do your motherfucking homework. You can't be mad at a motherfucker that you fucked with and then generalize everybody else. Like, I feel like you coming at Ciara right now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's her fucking fault. Yeah, I feel like you coming at Ciara right I'm now. Not, Ciara. Yo, of course. Nah. Like, Chill. No, but you don't that know when you real. know. You be believing people but sometimes. You can't do that. Like, how how do you look? It's just like it's just like people who 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 talk shit about like they uh, ex girlfriends or ex boyfriends like. You, how you gonna talk shit about a motherfucker that you fucked with and invested with and put mad shit into? You know what's crazy? You look fucking dumb if you sit there and say that. Like, I don't say anything about my exes. Nothing. You negative. don't. You like if you learned. You learned from the lesson. Yeah. Like you. you I don't know, got no beef with none of my exes. I don't beef with nobody because, like, yeah. listen, we were together. It didn't work out. Cool. Yeah, I so learned good. what I needed to learn. You, I don't know what you did, but. We are going in different places, but at the end of the day, what? How do I look if I'm saying, "Nah, that bitch is trash. This is trash." Like, you, I, I voluntarily met with this person, which means that I didn't do my due diligence when I was like talking to them and really getting to know them. Like, cause you low key trash too. Nah, I'm not trash. I'm, I'm popping. <laughs> you know, I'm popping out here. You feel me? No, but I was talking to one of my homegirls yesterday, and we were talking. I said, people ignore the signs, like. People will tell you exactly what they want and what and and their intentions, and people will. No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> no, nah, no, people do do that with everything, though. But you cannot be mad. And first of all, like you shouldn't be if you if you're not right with yourself, you shouldn't be focusing on on trying to do type of shit and trying to date and do all type of shit with other people. Focus on getting yourself right. Focus on getting your bag right. This is toxic masculinity right here. Man. No, this is not no toxic masculinity. Yes, it is. This goes for both. Because sometimes you don't this understand. People sell you. Because sometimes people sell you a person. If you if you a good salesman, sometimes it works. No, what you but mean? like, but it seeing is believing. So motherfuckers are gonna have to live out that action. Yo. So that's why I said you gotta do your due diligence because, like, yes, words is every words is cool, but you gotta see if somebody is truly living out what they saying. Ciara's a married woman, so I had a good example, but I'm not going to bring her up again. But imagine the girl, you know what I mean? She's just laying with her man. He's making all these promises to mm-hmm. her. He's you know, providing mm-hmm. a little bit and all that. They can fall for that But sometimes. those words got to add up at some point. Like every look, if if you told if you came here, yo, I can make you a million dollars tomorrow if you give me. It ain't like that. Like that's it ain't like it ain't like but that. It is. It's look, different. How many motherfuckers you know them fell on them Instagram scans for like yo, yo if you give me five hundred, I'll give you five thousand. You know what's crazy? When them scammers try to get at me, you know what I do? What? I just try to waste their time. I do it too. That's, my only, <laughs> that's the only power I have, yo. I'll respond to them. I will talk to them. I'll give them my name. I'll give them fake information. I'm like, yo, I'm so interested. This sounds great. Can I give you my address? Can I can, yo, can we get out, together? Shout out to Robo because he did that and posted the story and had me. In yo, fear. that was fucking funny. Like he had me nah, dying. He did what we all been doing just for our own personal entertainment. He put it out to the no, public. No, but time out. Like, yo, y'all niggas be hitting up the wrong people sometimes. If you hit me up, I'm taking you for a ride. We're going for a whole ride. <laughs> I'm lying to you. Ride. I'm gonna be on you can put me on hold for five minutes. I'm gonna wait these five minutes because I wanna give you this information that's fake. I wanna talk to you, I wanna ask you questions about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I wanna pr- I wanna help you waste your fucking time. It's the only way I can get you back. This Indian motherfucker cursed me out once, yo. <laughs> so fuck you, motherfucker, and then he hung up. <laughs> it was bad weird, yo. That did kind of feel violating though. Even, what he Nah, cause he cursed me out, and I just feel like there's no way I'll ever know who this nigga is. And it made me, it told me one thing: from now on, I'm cursing these motherfuckers out first. <laughs> I'm dead ass. No, nah. He was. I took him for a ride, and mm. he was like, 
fuck you, motherfucker, I hope you die, or some shit like that. Yeah. And then he hung up. And I was like, it sat with me. I was like, uh. <laughs> he got the last him. word. He hung up on me. <laughs> he said some real evil shit. I said, all right, next time he's one of those fucking scammers call me and they got an Indian like uh, accent, I'm ready for them. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> nah, I'm but people, like, <laughs> first of all, you shouldn't be getting scammed out here. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. No, but you don't know. I work in the industry. I work in the financial industry. It works. It, it works. works because people I help don't... people out. All I help multiple people out. Probably once every two weeks. Once every two weeks, somebody got caught with some shit. So if you're a person, what's well, called fishing? If you're a scammer, fishing is one way. That's one. That's one yeah, way that's you can one. do it. And then, but, uh, uh, fuck, I forgot. Is it social? Fishing is where you. Uh, so the term fishing means like you use um. You send people fake bullshit emails, mm-hmm. and they you trick them into clicking on the emails, and then now you have access to shit. Yeah. So they kick, they give you information, whatever the case is. So that's what phishing is. But there's mad different things people do. But it does work. You 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 thinking from your point of view? It doesn't work on you. It doesn't work on me. It doesn't work. On it doesn't me, work like, on us. I, I know. I know. It Our works generation. On, it won't I know work it on works us. On other people. But if I call an 89 year old woman for sure who has online banking or some shit just because her daughter signed her up for it mm-hmm. so they can work together better doing their own transactions you can trick an 89 year old woman into doing some shit so when they call we're getting cursed out hung up on because they're not looking for us nigga. <laughs> they're like oh you bitch ass nigga I don't want to talk to you fuck yeah. out of here I'm looking for the 69 79 89 year old dumbass who doesn't know how the internet works that's what they're looking for but it works it no, works it, it I'm fixing work. it so it works said, I'm with, with my clients when it comes to me, it's usually bad. Like, it's usually really bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, bro, why'd you give them your info? Like, I have clients <laughs> who call me. They're like, yo, I gave them my social. I gave them my account number. And right, you know what happens in the moment when people tell you things? It sounds normal. They're not even that guilty, bro. It does sound normal sometimes. In the moment, it sounds real. But then they think about it and they realize, I just gave somebody my information. And I'm not really yes. sure who they were. So, I so they call me after, like, "Yo, can you can can you block all my shit?" It's the worst. It's, it's called very social, annoying. Social engineering. Like, if if I were to call you, like, "Hey, Vladimir, how's everything going?" And like, people, I, I've watched like security forums, uh, um, security talks about how like people are, are, are so fast to give up information. I can talk to you and have like just three facts about you and like yeah so Vlad you know we just need your social for this and people don't know like mm. nobody's ever going to ask for your full social nobody would ever do that they're going to ask you for your last never four yeah nobody like, ever do that oh Vlad you know listen what's your bank account information but can, I, can I keep it a bug with you what's up there's a group of scammers out there who have a good ass scam right now and one of my, the last person who I fixed this for the last mm-hmm. client Come on, educate, listen to this fucking edu- scam educate our listeners I'm about to put y'all on I hope I'm not putting y'all on to the negative part of it because <laughs> some of our listeners I'm like oh I'm about to go do that nah uh-huh. but so this shit is very complex and I don't really understand the full capacity of it but they did it mm-hmm. so they took the clients they they ported the client's phone number, right? So they found out what what service the client uses. Mm-hmm. So let's say they use T T uh, T Mobile. They ported the client's phone number to a new number, which they have. Mm-hmm. Then after they did that, they routed all the clients like emails and all that to that phone number because it's technically the client's new phone number or whatever. So now. They logged into the client. They got. They had. They had to have some information that they stole. But they logged into the client's information, and then when it asks you, 
Oh, do you want to verify, 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 verify? Yeah, good. Send it to the phone number. Text message to the phone number. So when it texts it, it texts to their ported number. Then they put the code in so they get the access to the get in. They get in. After they get in, they were transferring themselves the money that their client had. They did it for over $20,000, but like at like $6,000, $5,000 increments, they transferred the money to themselves. And I'm like... The client got their money back from the bank, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure them niggas never got caught because they were doing, they were like using the, like scammers, the, the, the not trying to promote scamming, but the best way to scam right now is to use the new technology against people. The newer the technology is, the easier it is to use against the people. So they fucking reporting phone numbers because everything goes by phone verification right now. Mm-hmm. Everything's phone verification. So if I could make Look your phone, factor. if yeah. I could make your phone port to me, then I could verify everything in your phone. I can verify everything, which well, is what they were doing, and it worked. And I was like, damn, it's shit crazy. She got her money back, but the bank definitely took the L. Well, for uh, our listeners who are not um, educated on... Oh. <laughs> yo, who are, who are not educated on two-factor verification, you should probably use, like, um, Authy or Google Authenticator for two-factor authentication. And that way, like... In the event that somebody does port your phone number, they can't get like that app is on your phone and the codes switch every, I think every twenty seconds. So definitely download that if you want to authenticate your life more and just be more secure all over the place. For sure, you know, because we we're not trying to have y'all out here getting scammed for sure. Now, I like I like scamming though. Shut up! Would you have scammers? Like, <laughs> nah, I got, I got a couple scammers. No, I ain't we, never did them. No, but people are mad dumb. Like, no, no, no. Like, how are people dumb? Hit you with the five hundred for five thousand, bro. No, that one. How, is, how did you not know? One, like, that one is that that one is not right. Though you can't like, fall for that one. Come but on. no, people fall for it because people. Oh, this is what I wanted to touch on because I you 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 know you spoke up a point earlier. Can we please talk about like these people in these multi level marketing groups and? <clears throat> I was in one of them when I was younger. I was in one. I'm dead ass though. They called me when I was young. It's easy to catch me when I'm 18 and 19 and shit. No, I'm dead ass. No, I was I'm, I'm not gonna tell you what it was because it's kind of like when I it's think of it now, it's a little embarrassing. It was probably Amway. Nah, I didn't fall for that one. Everybody? I didn't fall for the name brand ones. I'm one of those niggas who be like, nah, Wait. I don't do what everybody do. Was it cut? Oh, I don't do what everybody do. You know what I mean, I got the Dolce and Cabanics. Everybody got the Gucci. I'm one of those kind of guys. Yeah. So. It wasn't Amway. <laughs> it wasn't, was it Cutco Knives? Nah, bro. It wasn't that either. No. <laughs> I'm not that simple. I'm not that simple. <laughs> nah. You gotta, you, you look, if you're going to scam me, you got to convince me it's some shit niggas don't know about. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I fall for the oh. No, but like That's people, what they get me. No, but like people keep falling for these multi-level uh, marketing schemes. And you know what? You know what's the biggest thing that like that I, I don't like and, and and you know who you know who pointed this out Gert, Gert pointed this out she was like they they target minorities like and because they know we want money for sure and all the people who do start selling this because I'm sure you've seen like you've had friends who be like yo Vlad get in on this mm-hmm. they don't ever look around like look around is every person who's doing this like of the same ethnicity as you like you don't see people. Um, of other ethnicities doing this to you and selling this to you. So, like, the newest thing right now is Forex, right? And 
Forex is real. Like, no, no, for real. Like, Forex is real. It, like, you can really change on a, on a foreign, foreign exchange. You could trade currencies on a foreign, foreign exchange market. I've been blowing up about this no, but a it, lot. It is a real thing. Like, you can I know. do People it. already do it before this whole Forex shit existed. Yes, but people are, people, what they're doing is buying into these networks. Like, oh, if you pay 200 yeah, and yeah, however yeah. much yeah, dollars, that's, that's you the can thing. get that's into thing. this network. That's no. Teach your fucking. I know the hustle. I know the hustle. For sure, teach your fucking self on how you on what you need to be educated on. Yo, whoever the nigga who created this hustle, I just want to let you know you are you will be the first guest on this podcast. <laughs> no, because you won't. No, no, let me <laughs> no, tell you, you why. Because you didn't profit off of foreign exchange traded. You were smart enough to say, you know what? I don't need to profit off of it. I can convince motherfuckers People. to invest in me. And then just pay me to teach them some shit that they could just learn themselves in two seconds. Like you, 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 you a special type of fucking scammer. No, you a fucking nah. You you special. You like, special. But look, it's the same with like Herbalife. It's the same with Amway. It's the same with you should be here. Like I sat down with somebody because they was pissed. I'm gonna me keep off. it. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt you for one second because I know a lot of females that are that do Herbalife. Mm-hmm. Herbalife's a little bit different. No, it's not. It's a little bit different. No, it's not. It is. You know why? It's the same thing. You know yeah. why? Let me tell you why. Like, why it's a little different. And you can. And after I tell you, go understand. <laughs> Remember back in the day when. When fucking you when you used to watch wrestling and they used to have like Stacker, <laughs> do you remember Stacker? Stacker too, like all the two, fucking. When I'm burning the, fat for you, I remember that shit. The magical yeah. pills that yeah. make you lose. No, weight. listen, listen, right, listen, go listen. Ahead, go ahead. Let me tell you why Herbalife works, and then you're gonna feel me, my nigga. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Herbalife works because people believe in it. If you take any people diet plan, in me, all the shit. No, 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 no it's, different. Right, it's different. It's different. It's different. Herbalife works, right? Because what does Herbalife tell you? If you take these extremely healthy things mm-hmm. and you do extremely healthy things, mm-hmm. your body will become healthy. Yes. Which everything in the world, we already know that shit. Herbalife is telling us some shit we already know. If you eat healthy and you take these healthy things, you're going to look better. We already fucking know that. But why does Herbalife work? Herbalife works because we believe in it and they market themselves well. So that's not really but a scam. Really, no, but because it's true. It will work. But they it will mark, work. But they don't market themselves well because Nigga, at the end of the day, if you do what Herbalife tells you to do, it will <laughs> fucking work. No, but at the end of the day, they're not selling product. They sell the fucking membership to join us. Oh, yeah, so you can yeah, get more motherfuckers like, to do what they out, want. Do you ever sell motherfuckers? Do you ever see motherfuckers selling the product? No, it's like yo, you should. Come yo, I'm sipping you. on this French Connection right now. Herbalife would tell me don't do that. And if I listen to them, <laughs> I would have a six pack right now. Yeah, but I don't. But because but I don't listen to them. But if you did listen to them, you would be in a fucking seminar. You'd be in a house with fucking. But uh, with a six pack though, sixteen. No, not with a six pack. I would have a six pack no, if I listen to them. You'd be with sixteen foldable chairs in a fucking uh, 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 a rolling fucking VCR not tape. Sixteen like, like chairs, we like back 16 in high school. What you said? It's not 16 chairs. Yes, it is. You have like 16 foldable fucking chairs and motherfuckers bought from DJ <laughs> and talking about, yo, bro, yeah, you got to learn how to make this money. Like, we out here getting no, this money. You can man. go get a BMW. Like, if the you, only if difference between Herbalife is they telling the truth a little bit. No, they're not. You like, just, yo, listen. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck. But look, they are selling the multi-level marketing platform. They are not they're selling the multi level. All right, they're using the multi-level leveling platform. Mm-hmm. With something that kind of works because even if it wasn't Herbalife and it was just Rashad Life, 
it would still fucking work. Because works. they're just telling you to do healthy shit. Yes, they But are. guess what? But they're selling... Look, they're telling you to do healthy but shit, they're not right? They're selling the healthy shit. They're not. They're no, not Rashad, selling the healthy you don't get, shit. You don't get what they're no, doing. I understand what they're doing, but they are not selling you the healthy shit. They are telling you to join the network and pay however much it is to learn to fucking. No, you oh. get you get shit to give to other people when you pay. No, they fucking go to these seven. Do you know how? All right, maybe they do. Wait, wait, but tell maybe me. they do. You know how these companies make money, right? Yes, yes. They pay for all these fucking seminars. Like, look. But, why do, but wait, wait, the difference why? is the difference is right. They're not telling. All right, so normally multi-level marketing companies, right? Mm-hmm. What they normally do is they say, "Yo, we have this great ass product. This shit is awesome. It's so fucking perfect." Mm-hmm. Now all you need to do is get three other people under you to go do that same thing, and, and then you'll make money, right? Yeah. So now you're trying to sell people on selling people, but the difference with Herbalife is you have. A person who actually all it takes is a couple of people, a bunch of people who fucking actually do use the Herbalife products and do make healthy, conscious decisions to sell it. So not only are you selling it, but you're showing. I can see the results. I'm looking at you, mm-hmm. and I see your body, and you look great. And you're saying all you did is Herbalife, and you're posting all the time. And you're showing me this is what you fucking did. And you did Herbalife to get this? It's a little bit different. You're not just kind of convinced me now. You're fucking showing me the results of what you did. Okay. And all it is, in reality, all it really, really, truly is, is you making healthy decisions in your life for your body. If I could make the same Herbalife decisions without Herbalife, in reality, right? I don't need shakes, nigga. I could eat healthy. I could eat healthy. I could drink healthy. And I could live a healthy life and exercise, yeah. and my body would do exactly what Herbalife niggas' bodies do. Mm-hmm. But y'all not doing that. So y'all need this little extra motivation, a little tag, a little brand on it. So here's my brand, Herbalife. Do what we do. Do it how we do it. Mm-hmm. And you're part of the gang now, right? Yeah. You're part of the gang. So that gang mentality is making you fuck with us, and it's making your body hot. So... You can't fault whoever the fucking owner of Herbalife is. You need to respect that nigga as a nigga who's smart. Because he said, yo, I'm going to take multi-level marketing to a place where niggas ain't doing it like this. We're not going to just sell a product. We're going to make these motherfuckers believe in a product. They're going to believe in us. And people believe in it. For sure. But with the multi-level marketing scheme, they never sell the product. They don't ever sell the product they sell the membership definitely the, for sure the, the, like, that's, how it. that's how they build that's how they build look look and i had to tell somebody because they. Was, i respect it i'm not gonna lie i respect it that. it's good it worked it was in my look <laughs> fuck that because it was good it was, one. It was in good my one. inbox all day talking about oh you should be here you should be here i don't give a fuck about no fucking blue sign bitch i travel like i do that shit on my own but i'm not gonna talk about what you should be here no no and, I, and i'm gonna about talk about it because you know why because i have way too no, because people get me fucking mad because, like, they don't fucking do their own fucking research. No, nah, you know what gets me mad? No, fuck that. You know what mad? No, there's fucking... No, time out. There's Expedia. There's fucking Orbis. There's fucking Google Flights. There's nah, all nigga, these fucking you should companies. be here. You can't do it like them niggas do. Listen, fuck that. Fuck Expedia. Listen, no, listen. You know what's the best thing in the world? Time out, time out, You know what's the best thing in the world? When a nigga DMs you? Yeah. Acting like they care about your life. <laughs> Acting like they care about your well-being. Yo, Rashad, yeah. how you doing, bro? You good? I hope everything good out here for you. Oh, 
no, that feel good when somebody hits you up and like no, asking about your no, well being. They care about you. Like you. That. No, the, the people that I fuck with, they they like I know my solid people. Fuck them niggas. Nah. Are they trying to give you a vacation for the Lilo? No, man. Nigga, I do my shit in my home. How your mother doing? My mom's a solid. She solid. Yeah, I send her. I pay for her vacations. What you mean? You paying for her vacation? Yes. You should be here with us. <laughs> we could bring her on your vacation, bro. But besides that, though, yeah. then we should be here, niggas, and hit you up on the DMs. You didn't even know she was thinking about you. Like, yo, oh. No, bro. Oh. Like, Vlad, how you doing? Vlad, what's up? How's the family? Oh, I yeah. didn't even, you never looked at me like a couple of years ago, but since you're talking to me now, <laughs> yeah, my fam's doing good. My girl's good. Mm-hmm. My kid's good. Everything's good. What's up with you? Oh, everything's good. You know, just eating. All right, so um, what's up? What's going on? What's, what's, what's up to? Nothing, but yo, have you ever yo? What, what you be? What you doing later? Nothing, chilling. Oh, I want to show you some shit. It's mad cool. I'm into cool shit. Yeah, show me some cool shit. Mm-hmm. I like cool shit. You know I mean, I do cool. I do cool shit. Yeah, what's up? What you trying to show me? I just want to show you this presentation. I like presentations. I like movies. I Fuck like presentation. Like- <laughs> my, my, my time is too valuable for your fucking presentation. No. No. I'm just trying to say, I'm fucking with you right nah, now. No, I know you fucking with <laughs> me. But like these people, no, this shit give me, it really get me fucking mad that people. That's the really- only part that pisses me off. Yo. Whoever, all right, I have one thing to say. No, fuck I have one them. Thing to Don't say. give them no tips. There's no tip. It's not a tip. It's not even a tip. It's actually maybe it's a tip to the marketing department. That's what I'm saying. There's, of the Herbalife no tips. gods. Yo, <laughs> Herbalife gods. Whoever the fuck told you your marketing team tricking niggas into thinking you're genuinely trying to hip them up and say hello and then swindle them into a presentation. Maybe it worked in a minuscule level, but it's a bad long term investment. Niggas are not. I know you know. I know. I know society's dumb and people are dumb. Niggas are not that dumb. It's very uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's really weird when niggas you never spoke to hit you up trying to be nice and then you curve them and you fucking see them in two weeks at a bar, in a fucking baby shower. It's really weird. That shit happened to me already, bro. No, but I like, seen this shorty. I'm not gonna say her name, but yeah. I seen this girl. She hit me up on some shit. I, yo, my dumb, dumb ass. You know I can be dumb sometimes. <laughs> my dumb ass. I'm going to give her this credit. I'm not going to say her name. I'm going to give her credit. For sure. Her her, her fake interested in you Oh, for speech. sure. Was, was peak? It was her, at peak. No, level. her shit was juicy. Her shit was good. She tricked me. I was like, oh, shit. She really interested in me right now. All right, what's up? Yeah, I'm doing good. Everything good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, so um, I want to talk to you about... Yo, there's not. I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing... A female species could say to a man that says, I want to talk to you about something. I want to have a conversation with you about something. I want to see if you are interested in something. Yo, I have this opportunity. Nothing you say is going to make us think we we, we don't believe you. We know that that is a scam immediately. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually, even if it's not a scam, it's uncomfortable. You could be like, Yo, I just want to give you $1,000. We don't believe you because that whole introduction is trash. She did that. And once she did that, I was like, Oh, fuck you. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. And I curved it. Whatever. Yeah, I curved it. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to a baby shower in two weeks, which I knew about already, right? I had no idea she was affiliated with the niggas that I was going to the baby shower. Oh, I, I think was I like, know who you're talking okay. about. <laughs> now that I'm putting two or two together, I had no I, idea. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I had about. no idea, right? And I'm like, yo. 
I done seen this girl mad time. She ain't never shown me love like Nobody that. Nobody show you love. She done been mad. She done mad cold to me. I don't care when females are cold to me. I'll be cold right back. So I've been cold right back to her. So it's even more of a reason why she wouldn't want to hit me up. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. We get the baby shower. And I'm like, oh, what's up? She's like, what's up? How you doing? She didn't say that. She's being weird, like her normal weird self. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, mm. well, unfortunately, you didn't keep that same energy you kept on the DM. But, you know, whatever. And I'm like, and when I saw seeing some pictures and I seen, oh, that's what that was about. So it now is- you want to talk, if you were smart, if you were smart, Mr. Business Savvy Person, who's a business person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, World Ventures people, you should have had that business mentality from the jump. And you should have been building relationships positively and genuinely from the jump. I'm in a business where I do that. And it brings me a lot of success. But you guys look extremely ingenuine. And that's why it didn't work. And it hurt a lot of people. Because I don't know what their marketing team or what their higher ups in the Herbalife department was telling people to do. But it wasn't. I mean, not Herbalife. What the fuck am I saying? And the World Avengers people was telling me to do. Telling people to do. But it didn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Like, it just felt. Like, I know I'm not the only person who feels this way. So I'm saying this confidently. Because I know a lot of motherfuckers is going to be like, yeah, Vlad, I feel you. That shit was really ingenuine, and it was really ugly, and it was really disgusting when you get in DMs from people who you probably didn't even fucking, you probably had beef with these niggas, and they were hitting you <laughs> up like, yo, hey, I just looked through 10 of your pictures, and it looks like you have a kid now. How are you and your family? It was like, yo. But not even that. Like Come on. these, these you talking about people who, like, are not educated on money and educated on financial literacy. So... When they hit you up and oh yeah this 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 and this and like yo do you do you know that Orbitz is a multi billion dollar corporation? I see. I know, know what type of people you talking multi- about right now. Huh? I know what type of people you talking about right now. But I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. But I'm saying because <laughs> I had to sit and think. I'm like, who the fuck is he talking about? I know exactly who you're talking if about. If you write, that's fucking horrible. No, you're gonna that's know I'm like off this podcast. That's horrible. But, that's horrible. No, <laughs> if you write, that's horrible. But my point is like, that's you're nasty. talking about multi-billion-dollar corporations who do this and they don't creep in your inbox and talking about like, yo, Vlad, you can come make some money with us. Do you think if they was really making money? Look, look, look. Time out. You went to Spain, right? Who you book with? You book with a travel agency. Mm-hmm. You, know, you look, you know, you mm-hmm. looked on your own. But did they ever hit you up and say, "Vlad, yo, you could come make some money with us"? So I have this thing, right? Um, I don't know any humans that are j- that generous that make money and then want to hit random people up Never. and then introduce them to making money because nigga, normally I don't know. Just in my fucking thirty years of being here. Niggas who make money don't give a fuck about motherfuckers who ain't. Bro. So when niggas start hitting me up and trying to um, recruit me, yeah, recruit, 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 recruit. That's a special word. When niggas try to recruit you, be aware. Because niggas who's getting it don't give a fuck about you. Period. Niggas don't give a fuck about you when they try to... When niggas trying to recruit you, be aware. Period. Like, why you want to recruit me? Why is my... You don't give a fuck about me, nigga. Unless you my nigga and unless you my brother, my family, somebody I fuck with heavy on a daily basis, you the only nigga who should be recruiting me. When niggas try to recruit me, I'm dismissive. So my homegirl, right? She's very young. She's 19 years old. Mm -hmm. She cool. She's in Forex. And she was talking to me about it. But she's young. So this is what they get you at, right? This is what they They, get you because you're young. I told her. I spoke to her and I said, yo, B, I fuck with you. 
You already know I fuck with you. I don't have to explain it further than that. But when niggas is trying to recruit you, be careful. Because there's automatically an incentive for them to be recruiting you. So you yeah. got to make sure that that incentive doesn't tip a scale that you're not aware of. Like, they're not, the niggas is not always recruiting you on some genuine shit. But if you get this bread because you have a strong personality and you're you and you got this money, you can still get bread from this shit if you were that savy. You have to be mm. super savy to super get the bread from that shit. Super diligent. Yeah, super, yeah. You if you got it on, like that, go right ahead, yo. I'm, I, she but, is kind of savvy. So I'm like, yo, go ahead. But understand, when niggas recruit you, they're not ever doing it to help you in that sense, in multi-level marketing sense. And multi-level marketing, nobody's recruiting you because they like because they fuck with you. No. They're recruiting you for the purposes of trying to worry about themselves. But look, this is and this is this was a fact that I pulled out like for when I sat down with this person that I know who you're talking about. I sat down with this person and I had to educate them real quick about something. And I told I, I told this person do you know that like in this and this was like a couple years ago, it wasn't now, but so in twenty eighteen, Wall Street bonuses for executives was twenty seven point five billion dollars, right? Do you see them on the street or in your DM asking you for like telling exactly. you that yo, you can come make That's money with the us? real world. Like twenty seven point five billion dollars. That's the real world. That's the real world. They're Nobody's not, doing that. Nobody's they're not in that. your DM asking you, do you want Stop to make money? Stop getting tricked. Stop getting That's tricked. That's my point. You're talking about Stop the people getting who tricked. make the most money in the fucking world. And they're not in your DM. They're not on. They're not selling you fucking... Uh, they're not mailing you letters. They're not ta- talking to you, telling you, hey, yo, you can come make money with us. No. Look up these institutions and, and, and organizations that you're that the people are recruiting you for. So if you look up Herbalife, look up how much money they make. If you look up Amway, look at how much money they make as a company as a whole. Like, remember, twenty seven point five billion dollars in eight in twenty eighteen in bonuses alone, not salary bonuses. You're talking about the people who make the most money in the world and they are not in your inbox asking you, do you want to make money with them? So you need to be on point. You need to do your due diligence when it comes to people trying to like fish and bait you like, oh, yo, listen, you can come make money with us. Come over here. Come do this. Like, no, like it sounds too good to be true. You didn't put in no work for it. Like I know myself. With my job, I put in work to get where I'm at, and that's why I make what I make because I did what it took to get there. I didn't come out of, I didn't, you know, I didn't just walk into this situation and people say, yo, yo, listen, Vlad, we about to give you six figures just because you're cool. Nobody does that. So you should be wary of these, you know, multi level marketing groups and all this other stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, do your due diligence. That That's the name of this podcast. Do your due diligence. Stop being lazy. Take the extra effort and, and really go in deep with, with whatever is in your life, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be business opportunities, whether it be a job. Take time. Set a, Take time. Set time aside and really do your due diligence. Learn. You feel me? Do your due diligence, man. Pay attention. Look what's going on there. Don't get tricked. Don't fall. There's, there's not. There's shortcuts for sure. But the ones where people are coming to you for it, 
Don't, don't mean time out. Let me leave you with this gem. How you gonna take the shortcut when you ain't never been the long way? Mm. You feel me? Mm. <clears throat> let that sit in. Let that sit. Let that. Let that. Let that simmer. Let that marinate. Let that marinate, motherfucking eight. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, yo. Why y'all think that? Why y'all think people gonna come to you with the bread? That's great. I know. I know. I know. Y'all going. Through, I know a lot of people going through a lot of shit. Word. I know a lot of people hustling. All probably working hard and they're just looking for the bag. But I promise you, if niggas got the bag, they're not gonna be hitting you up randomly. To give you the bag. That's Facts. not how that works. It's not how Maybe works. your brother or your sister or your mom will do that. But random niggas is not hitting you up to give you the bag. Come on. And that's major facts. You got to know what niggas' intentions are. And those are those are not wholesome intentions. And if you don't, if you if a red flag don't go off in your brain right away, you got to judge your brain a little bit and think about how vulnerable you are. Because, like, or why? Why would you hit me up? You never cared about my well-being. So now you care about my well-being now? Come on, or bro. reach out to somebody like you know when you when you when you get into a deal like if you really make it if you if you a fixture you know like shout out to my nigga Forty Water because the word fixture you know what I'm saying if you a fixture out here you really gonna make sure like you gonna run deals by your lawyer you gonna run deals by your accountant you gonna make sure that shit is proper like take the proper steps to make sure that you you're you know. Your paper is right and the deal is right and all the terms are right. So don't be trying to circumvent steps in in whatever you're doing in life. Nothing comes easy. So, like I said, if you know, then you motherfucking know. You feel me? You already know. If you know, you know. But if you don't know, we'll tell you. Yeah, that, we'll tell this, you. This, this is our job. We're gonna tell you. We we'll so, tell you. We we'll we'll tell you. We're gonna highlight y'all next week with another episode because you know we out here giving hella facts. You know, feel me off that dog water and that French connection. You feel me? French Fuck connection. With it.